Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. There are nearly 20 million military vets in the U.S. And each week, we focus on their stories. This is CBS Ion Veterans. Okay, it's another CBS Eye on Veterans reporting for ConnectingVets.com, the military news and veteran lifestyle website. I'm Navy vet Phil Briggs, and no surprise, as a show that highlights veterans on Memorial Day, we're going to focus again on our brothers and sisters who've made the ultimate sacrifice. Now, collectively, as a nation, we honor those killed in action and say things like, they died for our freedom and defending our nation, which is true. But getting past the patriotic speak and the God bless America and defending our rights, this is always a personal story about a friend, a relative, a father, son, mother, daughter, cousin, you name it. They're all just people who raised their hand to serve and were willing to go into danger. The military is a messy business. It's a dangerous business. But more than just democracy in our country and our flag and our government, which let's face it, is why we even get into wars in the first place. This weekend, we just want to honor them by hearing veterans share stories of how they lived. One of my favorite guests has always been Michelle Black. She's the gold star widow of Green Beret Staff Sergeant Brian Black, who gave the ultimate sacrifice in an ambush in Niger, Africa. The subject which she wrote about at great length in the book Sacrifice, a gold star widow's fight for the truth, where she searched for the truth surrounding her husband's death, and the book bears witness to the real sacrifices made by military families. The following is a little bit of our conversation. Good to see you, Michelle. I, it's really nice to see you again. It's so great to be here. 
And as we discussed, this will be for um, CBS Presents a Country Salute to Memorial Day. Also some sound may be gathered for CBS Presents a Country Fourth with Friends. And, um, you know, as you and I have discussed offline so many times, you know, we're here to kind of celebrate a special memory of that friend, loved one. In your case, Brian, uh, former Green Beret, uh, absolute uh you know, honor to discuss and shine some light and some fun, if we can, even on his memory. And with that, let's just start with the first question. Um, your thoughts on Memorial Day weekend. Is there something we can enjoy? Is there a way to enjoy this and have the reverence that is required? You know, I don't expect everybody to spend the weekend in mourning. I think the first few weeks, you know, the first few years after loss for those of us who actually lost somebody overseas. I mean, of course, you know, for us, it it takes time. But even now, four years out, what I enjoy is I love taking my kids to Wear Blue Run to Remember, where we uh, spend the morning just running and remembering Brian and several others who have been killed in the line of duty or lost their lives to various circumstances. Um, And then, you know, we, we take a shot for them. We say their names and, you know, that's really what it's all about. It's remembering these people who were willing to lay down their lives so that we can continue our lives um, living in freedom back home. And that's what it's all about, is remembering those who are willing to give it all for us. Amen. Let's go with next question here. Um, This is a big, big question, considering your experience. Um, The backstory here is uh, Brian. Brian gave his all in Africa in an ambush and in a situation that, that most certainly could have been avoided. Maybe you could speak to the greater feeling of all gold stars. Some of the lessons you learned, a lesson that you take away from being married into the military as as you are. Coming from an entirely uh, non-military background and the way I viewed the military before and the way I view it now, um, I now realize that the men and women serving are some of the most intelligent people I have ever met. Um, and their families serve alongside them. And when we look at our country, we love our country. And I realize the sacrifice of our families is huge, but to continue to support this great nation and this republic and everything it stands for, this beacon of freedom for the entire world, um, we would do it all over again. Mm. I'm just going to leave a little space there because that I want to marinate in. That's why I love having you. All right. Um, think about this for a second. Beginning a sentence with Memorial Day means to me. Memorial Day means to me the day I remember Brian and all of those who are willing to give their full measure of love, their entire lives in service to this nation because they love the people of this nation and everything it stands for. And let's throw just for the edit, throw the words Memorial Day means to me. Memorial Day means to me um, a day where we remember Brian and all of those who gave their last 
full measure out of love for all the people of this country so that we could continue to live free. Um, America is the greatest um, beacon of freedom in the world. And um, so we remember those who are willing to give it all. Right. And as they say in the army, love that. That was nice. All right. uh, Let's do a little twist for 4th of July. And it's the same thing. Begin a sentence with patriotism means to me. Patriotism means to me, really, the definition of patriotism is to love and support your country. And that can be for any country across the globe. And I think we often try to consider patriotism only to mean um, for Americans. But if you're Italian, if you're Ukrainian, right now, I'd say Zelensky is a huge patriot. So patriotism to me is anybody who loves their country and what it stands for, not necessarily agreeing with everything about that country. All right. You know what? That actually is just about everything. Um, oh, no, the country. What am I saying? I'm forgetting the music part of this. All right. Um, I love the idea about asking about a country song, you know, one maybe that you enjoyed or, or, or that Brian loved. I never got from the book, his take on music. I never got from you, your take on music, but if at all applicable, is there any, the crank it up, get wild, get crazy, raise up a glass and say, hell yeah. Kind of country song that you might remember from, you know, running around two kids in love, just trying to get it right in the middle of the night, you know, that sort of stuff. Well, I mean, my whole background was country and country music but brian it was funny the only country music he liked they were all johnny cash he loved johnny cash when i was just a baby my mama told me son always be a good boy don't ever play with guns but i shot a man in reno just to watch him die when i hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry. That sticks with me. He was always taking his Johnny Cash with him. Uh, you don't think about rebel attitude in the military, but it damn sure is there. I mean, a lot of the guys, you know, they're you know, they're wild at their core. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> is there any kind of parting words, anything I could share with anybody on how you feel, how this holiday feels, and any words for your fellow Americans? I think a huge thing that, and I think a lot of us are seeing this with the divisiveness in this country is we need to remember that the people who sacrificed their lives, they were left-wing, right-wing, Republican, Democrat, like belief systems were not relevant. They still would die from you if you believe the complete opposite from them. And we should all keep that in mind that that's what our Republic is about. It's about the freedom to believe and still love each other. And uh, that's what they would want is for us to let go of all this anger. On a little farther down the line, far from Folsom prison. That's where I want to stay. And I'd let that lonesome whistle Blow my blues away. I'll take those words of cold beer and some Johnny Cash on a day. That's awesome. Okay, it's great to have you back at CBS Ion Veterans, which is powered by ConnectingVets.com. 
And now as we continue to honor Memorial Day weekend, I wanted to share the thoughts of a few of my veteran buddies. The first is former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill. The always quotable, sometimes debatable former Navy SEAL. Uh, He's probably best known as the operator who shot Osama bin Laden. His speaking engagements inspire people around the country. And his latest book, The Way Forward, which is co-authored with Dakota Meyer, uh, is a great look at the humility of veterans who we often mistakenly put up on a pedestal. Now, we recently chatted about Memorial Day, and as no surprise, the beer-loving, good-time Jason O'Neill had some good stories to share. How does Rob O'Neill observe Memorial Day weekend? The way I observe Memorial Day weekend is just, it's not, it, I don't believe in saying Happy Memorial Day because it's not a memorial day. Have a blessed Memorial Day is fine, or, or uh, observance of Memorial Day, because it's not about the veterans. It's about the veterans who died. It's about the men and women in combat who gave uh, get the ultimate sacrifice, not necessarily even to defend freedom, but for the men and women standing next to them. Cause it's a lot more personal when you get to the micro level. And that's what these people did. Having said that they want you to have the barbecue and the beer and have a good time, enjoy yourself. But they also, I think personally, if I, if, you know, if, if I had gone to Valhalla or heaven or wherever we go, I'd want a quick toast up to the air for the boys next to me and then enjoy the hell out of yourself. Have a good time. Mm, that's good. I mean, and I'm glad you kind of dovetailed into that because that's where I want to go next. Um, SEAL Team Six. Um, anytime you're at the operational level of combat, you know, uh, it comes with some serious sacrifices. And, um, you know, some of our brothers and sisters, man, are not here. They made that sacrifice for us. In understanding that about Memorial Day, and really understanding that Memorial Day can last all year long on any given weekend, any given month. You could have a day where you think of that person. Can I get a story? Can I get somebody that you think of and uh, an anecdote about one of your brothers, an anecdote about somebody that you know that you raise it up to on that day and you look up there and you just give them a hell yeah to heaven's gates and 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 you think of them? Yeah, there's a lot of them I think of. I think of Heath Robinson, one of my brothers from Gold Squadron, SEAL Team 6, Rob, Robert J. Reeves, Kevin Houston. Um, one guy that uh, sticks out a lot because walking around, this is pretty much the only country where we walk around and we see American flags on personal residences. Of, of, and that's, uh, if you look anywhere right now around you, you're going to see the red, white, and blue, and it, it, it follows you. It's always there. That's who we are. Uh, one guy that I was thinking of in particular was Lou Langless, who died with a lot of guys uh, on August 6, 2011, Gold Squadron. One of the first times I saw him was in Iraq, and he was in one of uh, his bee huts. And he was a senior guy. I was a junior guy. And I walked in. I was like, hey, do you mind if I come in? And what he said to me that sticks out, I could see him look me dead in the eye as a senior guy. And he said, you are always welcome. And that's just what I think about. That's We're always welcome with them. They're always welcome with us, and especially on Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is a special day that we're, you're always welcome, but every day is Memorial Day. Nice. And again, having read your book, having read your bio, having read and talked to you a little bit at length, um, that's an interesting one because the operator community, there's a lot of ball busting. You could easily walk into somebody's Quonset hut or walk onto their fob or walk up to the campfire at the wrong time and get and get razzed, especially if you're the noob. Yeah, having being the new guy, I mean, it wouldn't be uncommon for someone just to literally say, beat it, nerd. Or something like that. Um, and even that, though, getting razzed, not even hazed, but uh, that's sort of a welcoming thing, too. Welcome to the club, part of the brotherhood, part of the uh, the darkest days bring the best dark humor. And that's that's what I think of when when I think of, of fallen soldiers, fallen Marines, fallen SEALs. Um, 
I never think of the, uh, how morbid it is. I think about how great they were, how much love I felt for them. Yeah. And likewise, I mean, I have one friend that I lost in Helmand and I never think about Ronnie, you know, as anything military. I, I, I don't even visualize him in uniform. I visualize him in cargo shorts and a tank top jumping off a stage at an offspring concert, you know, and in the middle of being passed through the crowd, looks down at some gal and was like, Hey, how you doing? Why don't you let me down? Let's talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, those are the moments. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, uh, Kevin Houston, uh, and, uh, he was a new guy, not even at SEAL team six before that at SEAL team four, a brand new guy, brand new Trident, new Navy SEAL. And I, it was a Thursday. And my big thing since, uh, since high school was we're going to skip Thursday when it's uh, March madness because the Thursday and the Friday, are the best, best days, and uh, I was w- running through the halls of SEAL Team 4 thinking of an excuse to get out of work because it starts in the afternoon. You know, you got to get that first game. First beer, you got to be drinking when tip-off, the first game of the Final Four. And I'm like, who's coming with me? Who's going to come with me? And I ran into Kevin Houston, who I knew was brand new. And I was like, oh, you're definitely coming with me. And he kind of looked at me without knowing I was pulling him out of work, taking him drinking during working hours. All he said, he didn't say, uh, he didn't say, what are we doing? He said, where are we going? <laughs> like, just, just like that. I'm in. What are we doing? Who are we hurting? What do we do? <laughs> Another one of my favorite vets I've met over the years is Marine Corps veteran, now Nashville country singer, Sal Gonzalez. And after losing a leg in Iraq, he became a fan favorite on America's Got Talent a few years back uh, and is now getting ready to release a new album after his wildly successful previous album called Heroes. Sal's a ball busting vet with a super cool personality. And I loved his take on how we should think of Memorial Day weekend. So on Memorial Day, I, I think of my friends. You know, it's, it's hard to pass an American holiday in this country without me thinking of the friends that I lost in combat. And Memorial Day is, is a time for like the whole country to celebrate their lives and their sacrifices. And I think it should be that. And exactly that, a celebration. Hang out on the weekend, party with your friends, raise a toast, because that's what my friends would have liked. I'm so glad you keyed on the word celebrate. I'm so glad you gave almost kind of permission for the rest of the country to feel as the way you and I do. I think about Ronnie Wildrick. I think about my bro. I think about, and I celebrate him in my mind. Um, As we dial that in real specifically vet to vet, give me somebody you think of and a memory about them that you and I both know, you know, involves some good moments, man. The the times we had over some beers or on the fob or the busting chops and boot. I mean, give me somebody that comes to mind and a little, just a little snippet about that person. I can tell you about my lieutenant. Uh, his name was Matt Lynch. He uh, was from Long Island, New York, and he was a, a guitar player. I didn't know any of this. He was my lieutenant. So I, I found all this out uh, this one day. We had gone to uh, a mobile uh okay so when you're in 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 when we were in iraq at the time we did not have a px a place to go buy things like you know magazines chips that you know the amenities obviously in a war zone you're not going to have that sort of thing but every now and again there would be a mobile one that would come by and it would hang out for a week at one of the bases and uh, you could go and buy a magazine or something. And I bought a guitar magazine with Stevie Ray Vaughan on the cover. And I was reading it. And I was sitting there in my turret reading this magazine for about an hour when my lieutenant finally walks over and goes, is that Stevie Ray Vaughan? And I said, yeah. He goes, that's my favorite guitar player. 
I said, that's my favorite guitar player. And from that point on, we were pals. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Mind you, we'd been in combat for weeks before that. So I should have been his friend already, but no, this is the guitar that brought, brought us together. And like the guitar, like the stories, like even something, you know, just sitting there, you know, in an up armored vehicle and discovering something about one of your bros that you're serving with music is often something that's exchanged kind of openly. And when you get a chance to play it off your phone or you get a chance to get your playlist up, um, everybody shares their music. Were there, is there a country song? Is there a music uh, track that brings back memories from some of your brothers that you served with over there on the fob? Yeah, I, I was not able to take a guitar with me over to Iraq. So I tactically acquired one off of our chaplain. Our chaplain's assistant had a guitar that he only played on on Sundays. So I would run over and knock on his door and steal it from him. Uh, I say steal. It was all with his permission. But uh, I would take it from him and hold on to it for the week. And we'd sit around the smoke pit and play music because there was two or three other guys that played guitar. The only other, the only other guy that played uh, a really good guitar was a guy named uh, Many Goats, uh, Native American fella. And he only played like hardcore death metal. So it was just like, and then he would pass it to me, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Like, long. <laughs> I'd be sitting there, uh, you know, I see a bad moon rising. Everybody would clap, have a good time. They'd pass it to many goats. And, but it was great. I loved it. <laughs> this is some of my favorite memories, jamming with many goats. And then uh, Three Doors Down was big at the time. So I was playing a lot of Three Doors Down. Um, mostly like pop rock sort of stuff is what I was into uh, when I joined the Marine Corps. But in the Marine Corps is where, where I fell in love with country music. I, I was stationed with guys from Arkansas and Tennessee and Texas. And they would, you know, we'd be in the shower and they'd, I'd hear from across the hall, blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. I toasted you, said, honey, we made me throw. But you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in long places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues. And I'd go over and be like, what's that song? And they'd tell me, and it just, it, it ballooned from there. Cause I'd, teach them all the stuff that I grew up on. Like they, they didn't know anything about sublime. So it was just an exchange of, of, of our, our musical tastes. And I really fell in love with country music because it reminds me of my mom's music. The corridos that my mom grew up listening to, uh, they're in Spanish, but it talks about the same thing, love and loss and, you know, living on a farm, that kind of thing. What you've just explained is what the incredible experience of being in the military is. And that's exchange of culture because you sleep, eat, go to the bathroom with hundreds of, of, of your fellow soldiers. You're naturally getting to know them on a, on a, you know, on a visceral level, on a very primal level. And you exchange everything. No other yeah. job will give you that. Heck, girlfriends. I would bring my guys down to East L.A. and introduce them around, <laughs> chase little Mexican girls in East L.A. all weekend. So I, uh, 
you know, it's, it's, I, when people ask me about what kind of camaraderie or brotherhood we have in the military, I tell them, it's like, if you've ever played a sports team, it's like playing with your brother and then some, it's like having your cousin as a teammate, because not only are they your teammate that'll go to war with you on the field, but they're blood. So they'll, they'll die for you in the streets too. That's the way we are. It's, it's, it's a, it's a bond. Everybody knows and has felt it. If you've played that kind of a team sport thing, you know what camaraderie I'm talking about, but in the military, it just extends into every other part of life. Yeah, man. And I think that's what we miss when we get out. That is certainly what makes transition a little more challenging because I've never had that at any radio job I've ever had. Yeah. You can, you're not, I tell people this all the time. I was sitting with my friends for eight hours at a time watching a, a, a gate. That's all we were doing for eight hours a day. What do you think we did? We talked. We talked about our lives. We talked about every minute detail. So I know things about my friends that most of their wives don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And it's probably good they don't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They don't. I got dirt on you, though. All right, dude, before we get out of here, man, uh, give yourself a plug, man. Tell me who you are, where you served, and, uh, you know, where we get your music. I'm Sal Gonzalez. I am from Los Angeles, California, and I served with 2nd Battalion, 5th Marines in Ar-Ramadi, Iraq. I now live in Nashville, Tennessee. You can find my music everywhere where music is streamed online, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all of it. My album is called Heroes, and I hope you like it. That's awesome, man. I much appreciate you, buddy. Much appreciate you. In the meantime, give them hell. Cheers to you, pal. Hi, brother. See you. So as we head on into summer 22, I hope you can live life to the fullest this Memorial Day weekend and celebrate the lives of our brothers and sisters who are looking down from above. In a world so full of bad news, I hope that collectively the memories of those who gave their lives while serving our country can bring us a smile and serve as a reminder that America still has heroes and a reason to be thankful. For ConnectingVets.com, I'm Navy Vet Phil Briggs, And I'll talk to you again next week on CBS Eye on Veterans. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. 
I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.